You're now tuned in to Views from the Chicks, a podcast discussing the correlation between life and music. This week, we're discussing why marijuana is the mantra, how to escape jail time after busting the windows out of his car, and why announcing your retirement is no better than the boy who cried wolf. Let's get on with the show. Come on. Y'all can play the music if you want. Good morning, good evening, good night. Welcome to Views from the Chicks. This is T, and I'm here with... And it's Joey, and I'm here with... Quana, we're here. It's been how many months, ladies? Oh, too long. Six months? Wow, we went on a six-month hiatus. So for those of you who are listening, thank you for coming back. Yes for listening with us again and you know being loyal we appreciate you and then anybody who's new that's listening welcome i know how's everybody mm-hmm. feeling this feels so strange i'm like how do we do this again it does. I know. <laughs> it's been a minute so, so yeah. yeah kwana how's your summer been my summer has been trying to say the least Ooh. what i mean um <laughs> get it right to 2019 it. has been a um interesting year lots going on professionally personally um, things that could be seen as a failure, but really turns itself into a win, you know, just matter of perspective and what's going on in your life and understanding that sometimes life removes things to make way for better things. Amen. Preach. Preach. Yes. For real. Um, but my summer has been good. Uh, got to hang out a lot. Got to go out a lot. Got to see some really good friends that I haven't seen in a while. Mm-hmm. Almost died at the Roots Picnic. Ooh, we, we got to talk can... about that. <laughs> we we are going to talk about it. We have to recap it. this story. Yeah. Well, let's go around. I, I saw the first. play-by-play happening on Twitter because yes. I was in California at the time. And then yeah. he, I think Quana was tweeting. Mm-hmm. Yes, I was. Experience oh, I went happening. in. Mm-hmm. She yeah, sure did. I, I was like, oh my God, my phone is hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was oh, very wow. upset. Okay, so that. we'll we'll um, piggyback on that in a few. So yes. Joey, how was your summer? It's been good. I mean, I can't, comp- actually, I could complain. But you will But I won't, you know, mm-hmm. we can always complain, but I choose not to. Yes. You know, stuff going on at work. I'll probably complain about that one day when I choose to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I went to Cali to go visit my brother, so that was fun. I've never been a- been able to go to Cali and kind of just experience it. Kind of went for Coachella, but usually it's just the festival and that's it, you know? Yeah. What's going on with you, T? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like my life is always hectic, and me and Quana was talking about that mm-hmm. on the uh, train woman. ride down. Yeah, very busy. You know how Shonda Rhimes has a book, The Year of the Yes? Yes. And I know Joey gifted me that book I one did. year for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were talking about it, me and Quana, and we decided that I need to have the year of the no. Yeah. I really, <laughs> really need to have the year of the no. But we'll get back to that. <laughs> I'll let you know how that goes in 2020. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but 2019, I still got a couple months, so I'm going to just ride it out. But this summer has been actually pretty amazing in a lot of ways. A lot of life moments for friends, mm-hmm. really close mm-hmm. friends. I was able to experience some beautiful weddings. I was a part of two beautiful weddings. Um, from two of my besties. So I was a bridesmaid and able to seeing all of them and just rekindling and reconnecting and just seeing them and how they flourished and how what 
love looks like for them mm-hmm. and just knowing and being at peace with their happiness. That was a beautiful thing to see. Um, it just gave hope for myself for the future, whatever mm-hmm. that may bring. Um, and then also I was able to go to a couple fun concerts. I didn't go to the Roots picnic. I was really devastated about not going. But I got to tell you how good God is because yes. God is so good. Yes. He's so good. Tell us how good. Okay, he's real good, okay? Because mm-hmm. first up, I went to the B2K Millennium Tour mm-hmm. concert. That was great. Then I was able to... I actually spoke this into existence. I said I really wanted to go to the Nas and Mary J concert and... It just wasn't working out for me to go. So one of my friends, she hit me up and said, I have an extra ticket. On the whim, Perfect. I went. I was like, oh my gosh, God, you heard me. Yes. Like, that was great. Then the week after, I was able to go to the Chris Brown concert. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm a Chris Brown fan, but not a huge Chris Brown fan. And as a concert was happening, um, it began with... Um, Ty Dolla Sign, and then it had Tory Lanez. And I mm. secretly loved Tory Lanez, like a couple of his songs. Why is it a secret? <laughs> I don't know. It's not a secret. I mean, I don't know. Whatever. I like him. Okay. I don't love him, but Cats I like him. Yes. yes. But so during his performance, Ashanti comes out. Mm. Oh, no. I lose my shit. I was like, Ashanti? She performed like her own stuff? Yeah, she performed some of her songs because he was just going through old school tracks and he does covers. So he mm-hmm. was just covering some old school tracks. He's like, do you guys know this song? Do you know this song? And then he, all of a sudden Ashanti pops up. Amazing. So then Chris Brown is performing. You know, he has like 25 million songs. Yes, it's true. So his first. And that's just on the last album. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> right. So I was like, dang, this is really showing my age because all these young kids are singing these songs mm-hmm. on the first half. So then the second half is more my speed. Yes. Like, you know, we have run it, run it. And popping. Yeah. And yes. Yeah. And um, these hoes and, you know. Yeah. So then he pops up with some like Afro beat song, right? And I was really upset that I couldn't go to the Roots picnic because I wanted to see Davido. I love Davido. Mm. So I was just like, oh, I couldn't see him. I was like, I really want to see him this year. I really want to see him this year. Chris fucking Brown brings out Davido. Ah. I scream so fucking hard. (laughs) That just made my night. That made my year. So shout out to Davido. You're the best. Your performance was dope. So yeah. So okay, let's go back to this roots picnic real quick. What happened, ladies? Enlighten me. Enlighten. Let let people know what really went down. Let's. This is the behind the scene Um, exclusive. Who wants to start? Well, if you want <laughs> the short version, if okay. you want to read the play by play, it it is on a thread. Yes, on our Twitter page. On our Twitter, um, I was very upset, so I went in. But basically, um, there were a couple issues with the Roots picnic. Number one, they did not check tickets. Nope. So we got in there, we have our tickets, you know, Mm -hmm. they usually scan it to make sure it's not a fake ticket. Mm -hmm. They weren't doing that. And they're like, oh, you don't need that. Mm -hmm. So people are like, well, why did I spend $80 to come to the Roots picnic if you're not going to check my ticket? Mm -hmm. That was number one. Number one. Strike. Number two. Number two. They were barely checking bags. Oh, I would have been so scared. Barely. You know, the Roots Picnic is very popular for a festival of that magnitude. Mm-hmm. They moved it to Fairmount Park for 2019 because it is so popular. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it was a lot of mm-hmm. people there. Wow. Mm-hmm. It was they weren't packed. checking bags. That's Barely. But, uh, and I think that's even why it was so many people because they weren't checking bags and because they weren't scanning tickets. Tickets. People are just walking so, and in. And then word of the mouth. Ma- word of mouth. Yep. Somebody was like, oh, they're not checking tickets. Come through. My yeah. homies. When come we, through. 
just just to interject on this portion, when we were getting there, most of the people that were coming in the time that we did had tickets because mm-hmm. okay. the word wasn't out yet that they weren't checking bags. Gotcha. Couple hours roll by, massive crowd. Yeah, yeah, because the word got out. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then oh, yeah. So that's point number two. Mm-hmm. Point number three. Um, I didn't get patted down. No. I didn't see anybody else nope. get patted down. Okay. Um, so that was that was just the start. Of okay. The issues. So those are three points. Yep. Yeah. And they contribute to everything else. <laughs> Basically, because of all of that, mm-hmm. what happened was the result of okay, all the of that. aftermath. Yes, of so, the lack of security. Um, there, the basically, basically, the festival was kind of set up in two parts. Mm-hmm. Like on the ground was, it seemed to me like it was more like younger. Yes, agreed. Like it was city girls was on that stage. Blueface, and, um, I think. Oh yeah, Blueface. Blue I wanted to see him stage. too. I mean, Twenty One mm-hmm. Savage. Oh, Vito was on that stage for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Twenty One yep. Savage. Young so they Miami. set it up by stage. Okay. Yeah, but on the actual Fairmount Park stage, which is in like a little stadium mm-hmm. dome looking thing, they had. Uh, Yasin Bay was common over there for a little bit. I think Jill Scott was over there. The Roots. The Roots was over there. So that was kind of like the grown and sexy portion. Okay. But y'all were by the Ratchets. Because that's where where the entrance is. Okay. Because we a little bit of both over here. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) Duality. We went to both. Duality. Um, And we wanted to see her. We was like, okay, let's go down there. We'll wait for that to end. Mm -hmm. And then we'll get, you know, in place to see her. Um, we showed up at the picnic with Joey and some of her family. Mm-hmm. We had lost them at some point because okay. they were getting food. It was like, you know, everybody was hungry. Everybody wanted drinks. So instead of waiting by the stage, thank God we did this. Instead mm-hmm. of waiting by 21 Savages stage, we decided to go towards the food trucks. Where, so. they were, where the rest of my sister and my cousins were. Yes. Mm-hmm. And meet up with them. We find them, we're talking. All of a sudden, <laughs> I look towards 21 Savage's set. He's, right. he's finishing up. Mm-hmm. But I look over there and I see like a lot of dust being oh. kicked up, like a dust cloud. Oh, like there was like a brawl. Like, it, it you can barely like, see, actually. You can barely you just see. see the it dust. was like a fight. Because it, it isn't a fight. Like, it could have been a fight, but then, like, you know, sometimes when people are dancing and jumping uh-huh, and getting right. hype, it just yeah. looks like dust. Okay. It's, it's in like a, a mosh pit. Yeah, it's okay. in a field of like dirt and grass. Gotcha. So I didn't think anything of it, but I'm watching because I'm like, hmm, mm-hmm. okay. And then I just see people run. Mm-hmm. Right. I see people run back away from the stage. Right. Towards us. And when I say people... <laughs> I mean, like, you know that scene in The Lion King Uh when Simba is looking up and he sees the stampede (laughs) coming toward him? It was like that. No lie. No No exaggeration. No exaggeration. Real life Lion King. Legit. Screaming people, mind you. Screaming people. And I'm looking and they see my face. So they turn around and look. Mm -hmm. And then now we're looking at each other. And my only thought was, we're about to get trampled. Yeah. Like, we are about to get stepped on. Now, wow. keep that, what Quana just said, keep that in mind. Where by the food trucks? The, where we came through, that's where the entrance is or whatever. There's a gate behind us. Mm. So at this point, again, we're looking at each other. We're looking behind us to see where we're going to go. The gate is there. So a it's kind of like. Like a 10 foot metal gate. Wow. So literally, the fo- they just got their food. They see these people running food on the ground. Done. On the ground. We yeah. drop everything. Your life is worth We're running. Food. Yep. Running, running, running. We get behind the food trucks. We get to the gate. 
So now wait, at this point, me and Quana are now separated. Yes, we're separated. So I'll detail what happened to me after yes. Quana. So goes. at this point, okay. Well, let me see if I can get over the gate and then I will try and call her and see if I can meet up with her. And this is trying to make decisions in like yeah, this split is like seconds, a split mind second, you. Like, so it's like I'm just my brain is like do you want to find Joey or climb over the gate? Right. And I'm just like... Okay. And we don't know what's happening. We just see people running. Yes. What are they running from? At this point, we don't know. We don't know. So, literally, I, me and a couple other people, we get to the gate first. We scale the gate. I'm like, we're in the air. Like, mm. on top of the gate. I throw myself over the other side of the gate. Land on my shoulder. Um, get up. And, you know, adrenaline. So I'm just, I don't feel anything. Get up and I literally just book it wow. through the trees. Mm-hmm. It's like Hunger Games. Listen. Like the Hunger Games. Like, and people are running with me. Like, I'm Screaming. not by myself. Mind people you. are with me. But no running. one is stopping to say, why are we running? No one, we're, no one, no one, is, no one, no one is yelling like, gun. So we finally get to the parking lot. I slow down. I, I'm I'm running so hard I can barely breathe at this point. Now I'm grabbing my phone to try and call Joey. So I'm trying to like quickly move, mm-hmm. but let me just call and see if I can get in contact with her. She answers the phone. I'm like, thank God. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm in the parking lot. I'm by the car. You got to come find me. At, at this point, I don't even know where I am. Right. I have to like somehow maneuver out of the park to mm-hmm. get back to the parking lot to mm-hmm. figure out where we park. And then Joey, you can take it from here in your perspective. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so from my perspective, let's dial it back to when we first saw the stampede. So again, we're by the trucks. We see the gate. It's fi- flight or flight. What is it? Fight or flight Fight mode or flight, or yep. So, you know, everybody's trying to figure out what are we going to do? I turn around. I see a fence. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to hop this fence. Mind you, at this point, everyone that was rushing us and everyone that was there are also trying to climb the fence at the same time. Wow. So imagine all of this weight yeah. on the fence at the same time. I'm halfway up the fence. Fence collapses. So the fence goes down, and honestly, I can still visualize it. Slow motion, I'm clenched onto the fence. My fingers are, like, wrapped inside the little wire. My feet are on it, and I have on my crossbody. So what do you think happens? Fence collapse. Now I'm on the ground, on all fours, and people are running over me. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, they're stepping on you. I'm just, I'm, like, covering my head. Like, okay, okay, trying to process, like, please, please, God, please, God, don't let me get trampled. Don't let me get trampled. But at the same time, I'm like, bitch, you got to get up. So I'm getting up. My purse now is hooked into the fence, oh. and it's a crossbody. So now it's obviously I'm stuck. So I'm pulling, 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 looking to make sure no one comes after, like charges me or whatever. Pulling, pulling. Finally got my purse out, and I just booked it. I'm running, 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 screaming. And at this point, I don't know what I'm running from, but I know I need to run. Today's day, day and age. You know, this is Trump's America. All this active shooter <laughs> shit mm-hmm. going on. Mm-hmm. I'm running, but I'm thinking like, oh my fucking God, am I going to get shot in the back as I'm running? Like at the same time, I'm like, where's my sister? Where's my cousin? Where's Kwana? Where's everybody? But I'm at the same time, I'm like, I need to get the fuck out of here. Do mm-hmm. I go left, right, straight? Like, so then we finally get to um, the intersection. And I remember at that point that we parked over there. Yeah. So I was just like, okay, I hope like at least, because who, who we drive with? We drove with my sister. Mm-hmm. Or no, I drove. No, yeah. yeah no, it was, it was just you. me and you in the car. Me and you. So I was just like, okay, at least for Kwana, hopefully Kwana recognizes this area and we were able to get back to the car. So I think I went back to the car hoping mm-hmm. that, you know, you'd find me yeah, if we get there. Point. Because then at the same time, it's a park. We There's no service. I'm trying to call everyone. Yeah. It's, it took forever to even get in touch with Kwan. I'm trying to call my sister. Her phone's going off. Um, just going straight to voicemail. And I'm like, oh my God, what if they got hit by a straight bullet? Like, I don't mm-hmm. know what is happening. So... Yeah. yeah. Wow. So that's basically what happened. It, it, yeah. It, but it sounds very traumatic. Yeah. It very is. traumatic. But the worst part was that 
the what well, it was Live Nation was the company that I guess put the festival on. Mm-hmm. Um, never made a statement. Never said anything about it. It was on the local Philly news. It sure was. Yeah. But they never said anything about it. People are on Twitter saying, hey, uh, at The Roots, hey, at Live Nation, I got hurt. Someone stepped on me. I, you know, people were running like towards the food trucks. People like knocked into hot grease yeah. from the food. Oh People got burned. A girl took a picture of herself like in the emergency room in a wheelchair. Her whole leg is like bleeding. Bleeding. So she got trampled. Somebody broke their suit. leg. Yeah. Is, mm-hmm. are they do- is there going to be a class action suit? I don't know. I have no idea. Mind you, we were literally in the festival for maybe two hours max. At least yeah. us because we got there a little bit before everyone. Two hours max. By the time my family got there, they got food and that was basically yeah. it. Like wow. we spent, so you drove all the way to Philly, mm-hmm. bought those tickets yeah. just for that. Yeah, yeah. People, someone broke their leg. People were pregnant. Mm-hmm. There were pregnant women. People there. had kids. People there. had kids there. People oh got gosh. lost. Like the kids got separated from them. So mm-hmm. what was everyone running from? I don't think we ever got. We honestly, we don't. Till this day, we really don't know the concrete story. I've heard there was two guys fighting, and because they didn't check check bags, people were scared of what was going to happen next. Mm-hmm. And then someone oh. apparently screamed, oh, he has a gun next to that fight. Then we also heard that one of the stages, I guess the smaller stage. Like a next, stage collapse? Yeah. But that was a complete lie. That, we didn't hear anything. We were standing by the stage, 21 Savage's stage. Right. And so, they said his stage collapse. We would have seen the fucking yeah, stage collapse. People are standing literally yeah. in front of the stage. You can see if a part of the stage falls. Mm-hmm. Wow. Like that didn't make any sense. But I think there definitely was a fight because in somebody posted a video that oh um, yeah, yeah yeah that was mm-hmm. on twitter and you see the security guard standing there and he's looking over at a group of people and then you see him run mm. towards that group of people so i'm thinking there was a scuffle right and the security guard went to go break it up mm-hmm. and either someone saw somebody pull out a gun right or someone was like oh my god gun and then mm-hmm. everyone started running mm-hmm. but yeah they live nation and the roots have not said anything about it and they went on with the festival as if nothing Nothing happened happened. never addressed it never apologized so in their eyes it was a great festival and it was and it's crazy because even like our friend brie who's on here sometimes with um breeze breeze view breeze view Mm -hmm. um be the plug she was at the festival as well and we went on the other side that kwana was talking about where the roots right the man center side where the roots and um everyone else was she was over there and she had no idea that this happened because after everything i texted her and i was like oh my god are you okay and she's like what do you mean she had no idea that this happened so they were they had a totally separate experience Experience. than we did Mm. Some to some people, this was the dopest event they've ever been yeah. to. So, and I'm shocked between because of the power of social media, I would have thought it would have taken off more. Yeah, retweeting. They definitely saw it. There's no way because yeah. they just chose. Were, they just chose to ignore yeah. it. I don't know if that would be an establishment that I would want to continue to support. That's oh, just I'm never, I'm never, especially if that's the way they conduct business and yeah. handle situations like that. And then also hiring faulty security guards. Yeah, that's crazy. But wow, so that's that. I know that was long. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry that happened to you guys, but we here. We here. We here to talk about it. it. I'm on a festival break. You hear me? Oh yeah, VIP or nothing. Okay, music festival right now. (laughs) You hear me? Yes. All right. Oh, let's um, also stop to say one thing, Quana. Where can people find us if you're listening and you're intrigued? Oh, 
yes. So you can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Twitter. Our Twitter is, I think it's VWS. Correct. Too many characters yes, to fit. Yes, too many characters <laughs> to fit. It's VWS from the chicks. Mm, that's right. C-H-I-X-X. Yes. Two X's. Twitter be lit. Yes. Twitter be lit lit. Yeah. Most of the time it's T on there. Yes, it is. Talking <laughs> shit. Twitter's a little bit too fast for me. <laughs> we um, hop in here and there, but it's mostly <laughs> Instagram is more my speed, I guess. Right. Yeah. Um, but yes, we are at Views from the Chicks on Instagram and you can follow us. Um, you can find our episodes on SoundCloud, on Apple Music, on Stitcher, yes. Google Play. We everywhere. Yes, we, we are. infiltrate in every um, please review, please listen, please comment. You can email us and say hi. We will answer you. I promise. Yes, yes. We won't bite. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, so moving right along, we all decided that we wanted to own our own little segment. Yes, we got some dope segments. Dope yeah, content y'all. for y'all. Yeah, so mm-hmm. just to help, you know, listeners get through each episode and kind of get to know us and kind of like really you know we want to dissect music as it pertains to everyday life mm-hmm. so with these segments we'll allow listeners to get that from the podcast so the first segment that we'll be jumping into today is called a dose of dopeness now shout out to all my kid cutty fans out there if you know you know for this segment i'll be highlighting some really dope creatives who make it their duty to incorporate the art of music in their craft whatever that may be so they don't necessarily have to be a musician per se but you just generally love music and you make sure that you include it in what you do so with that being said my first feature is karanja cruz and nicole kennedy of portland oregon Cruz and Kennedy are the founders of Green Hop, the world's first historical hip-hop-themed cannabis dispensary. Founded in 2018, Green Hop pays homage to the MCs and the culture who laid the foundation of normalizing cannabis in music and in life. With the shop dripped from head to toe in hip-hop memorabilia, Cruz and Kennedy have cultivated a unique experience like no other. Now get this, they first smoke each strain, and depending on how it makes them feel, they rename it after an iconic hip-hop artist. So for example, the outcast one-to-one nudges at the idea that the mellow CBD side represents Andre 3000, while the party THC side captures the essence of Big Boy. So Greenhop's mission is to activate and promote the consciousness of cannabis one beat at a time. They were recently awarded a 96000 grant from the city of Portland for their apprenticeship program called Greenhop Academy that helps promote black youth looking to break into the industry. Now, I wasn't shocked by this at all, but statistically speaking, 1-4% to of cannabis dispensaries are owned by black entrepreneurs, while black people account for nearly 40%. 40% of cannabis-related incarcerations. So through their program, Cruz and Kennedy hopes to flip that narrative while encouraging others to do the same. So I just think that this is so, so dope. You know, if all of these other, you know, uh, people of the other, if you will, can tap in into this industry and make profit off of it into this lucrative business, then why not us? Why not us? So I love that they have access to the resources and they started this program to elevate other people. So what do you ladies think about this? What do you think about, um, you know, black people getting involved in the industry? I say, why not? Right. Why not? Uh, I think it's like kind of like a full circle moment, Mm -hmm. Um, especially since people of color been like ostracized for having anything to do with weed. So the fact that we can make a business out of it, make something positive and make profits off of it. I think that's a beautiful thing. I think, you know, that's why we need more of us in these in these avenues so that we can 
benefit from it. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a positive thing. And I think yeah. by her um, doing this is giving opening doors for other people to feel like they can do it mm-hmm. too. And that's another thing that I struggle with at work also is like if I don't see someone at a higher level who looks like me, it makes it seem like it's not attainable but seeing this makes me feel like someone like myself can Can will be able to do this and Mm -hmm. the fact that she got a grant and then the other people that believe in her i think that's a beautiful thing definitely i think there needs to be laws in place that um protect yeah like there is a percentage of the licenses that are out for people to start these you know these dispensaries or whatever i think a certain percentage of those need to be allocated to black and brown men and women yes. who have been in jail for those offenses that are now being legalized. Yeah. I agree. And I think these same politicians who used to, you know, remember the whole like dare program yep, and shit we sure used to do? do? Like don't smoke pot cause it's a gateway drug. Now all of a sudden those same politicians are the ones getting into mm-hmm. the marijuana industry. Mm-hmm. Yes. So it's like, it's very hypocritical. okay. So now you have all these people sitting in jail. Like, well, damn, I was just trying to like, I'm just on the corner, like a low level person mm-hmm. trying to sell some, yeah whatever to get my you know family right together and i'm in jail mm-hmm. and now you're profiting off of exactly what i was mm-hmm. doing but it's cool because it's like you know grandma you mm-hmm. know like somebody's grandma sitting up in the kitchen. exactly <laughs> you know or it's like some her joint pain yeah or it's like you know heather down the street decided to start a dispensary so right. yeah it's you know it's unfortunate but i think there definitely needs to be something in place because that's just going to be another divide of like wealth. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. But what do you, do you really realistically think that people who went to jail for possession of marijuana or, you know, or the intent to sell or for selling, mm-hmm. do you feel like they would want to go back into that industry? I would not want to. I feel like I'd be traumatized. I'm like, I don't want to have anything to do with this. I want to walk away. I think they should give them at least the option. An option. For sure. Yeah. I think they should be, they should definitely tell them like, look, Times have changed now because obviously they're in jail. They're probably not as aware of how it's moving these days. Mm-hmm. But um, I think they should definitely be given the, op- the option and informed about what's going on now and given those resources. Yeah. yeah. I mean, for at, sure. at the very least, um, nonviolent marijuana, I guess, offenders or whatever you mm-hmm. want to call them, like you said, intent to sell or possession Mm -hmm. or something small like Mm -hmm. that at the very least just need to be let out of jail Mm -hmm. and that is taken off of the record Mm -hmm. that is clear yeah i mean ever since they've um i guess made the law a little bit less uh strict Mm -hmm. in new york i see people i walk to lunch and i see people smoking weed yeah. On the sidewalk. Have you seen that mm. truck on like Broadway? Yeah, there's a weed truck. There's, there's a, a weed, weed truck. Tr- what? Yes. Yeah. People smoke weed in New York like Wait, like is it's, it's nothing. legal in New York? Now? Well, no. It's oh. not. You can get a fine. You can get a fine if you have a small <laughs> It is not legal. <laughs> it is not legal. It's decriminalized. It's decriminalized, yes. Not- technically illegal so if you get caught with a certain amount it's just like if you hop over the subway um yeah turns out you, you get a um, you get a like a hundred dollar whatever people be hopping them shit so, so people are like mm, okay <laughs> i'm gonna smoke this weed and if i get fined a hundred dollars i'm gonna get fined a hundred dollars like i don't see Got no you. police officers i feel like doing anything they just puff puff like okay like cool i'm like all right y'all do your thing they on their lunch break smoking some weed i'm like you do it but most of the time it's in a vape pen so you don't really smell it that's a whole i see people rolling people rolling yes on their lap like not even in front of business establishments there's okay so in new york fy anybody who lives in new york or who's going to visit new york new york is the worst place to do a crime outside because there's cameras everywhere Everywhere. yes 
the apartment buildings, the office buildings, the storefronts, they caught. all have mm. cameras. Mm. But they don't care. They just they just feel secure. I've seen so many people smoking weed and rolling it wow. on the sidewalks in New York. So That's wild. Mm-hmm. It's that's a thing wild. and no one yeah. I just see everyone happening. vaping and I know that's not all tobacco. I, I see walk everyone by a cloud weed. of weed. Yeah. So I mean, hey, do your thing, you know what I mean? Speaking mm-hmm. of, not, I mean, I don't want to go off on a tangent, but real, real quick, what do you guys think of this whole ban that uh, Mr. Sir, uh, he what needs is to, he, 45, 46, 47, what, he, what is he, he at He needs this to point? be 40 nothing. <laughs> All right, what is this ban? Because I literally, I, I purposefully watch... <laughs> Doc McStuffins and Mickey Mouse all day because I don't want <laughs> he's, to even know. So, what he's doing. El Presidente or whatever, I don't even want to call He's not my president. That man. That man over there with the red hair. Or not red oh, hair. It's red yeah, or orange. I think it's blonde. That dude. It's, it's, it's a, some, a variation. That man who needs a touch up of some kind of it color. It ain't his. Let's say that. Comb, I'm going to call him Comb Over. Right. Okay. So, Comb Over. <laughs> That's what we were He's trying to, to so the media, media, mm-hmm. fake news, which he invented. I can okay about that. But media is pushing this agenda to ban vape. Because yeah. they flavored flavored. Because they're ones. reporting heavily about how people are dying from vaping. Bullshit, but okay. But you guys are so focused on making this a big issue, but you won't talk about guns and how people lives. Like mm-hmm. let's talk about let's compare the lives of people who are dying from gun violence compared to vaping Mm -hmm. like vaping is like smoking a cigarette like Mm -hmm. it's a choice right Mm -hmm. but i do not choose to go to the movie theater to be get shot up i do not choose to go to a concert to get shot up i do not choose to go to the mall to get shot up Mm -hmm. yeah there's a difference so that is and and let's not forget he made an executive (laughs) executive decision an executive order to ban flavored e-cigs because of the people who are dying in Amazingly large, hugely numbers. Mm. I mean, he's, well, he's focused on the wrong things. It's because he, he gets his money. money won't be affected. If he's he in he's in bed with the vapes. big tobacco companies, yes. and I feel like tobacco companies see vaping as a threat to their business. And we know that he's not a politician; he's a businessman. Yes, businessman slash celebrity. So we know his pockets are lined by some of these big pharma companies, tobacco companies. He's not going to touch you. the NRA. Not, not oh gonna, no, the NRA it. is pumping so many Republicans with money. Like you have no idea. Mm-hmm. They no. facilitate a lot of things that people don't know about. So of course not. They're never going to touch the NRA. So that's a bigger, that's another conversation to be honest. We have a lot of tangents yes. can go off on this. Yes. So, but. but let's move to our next segment. So my segment is called Let Me Upgrade You. Shout out to uh, the Beehive and Beyonce. Um, and basically uh, we chose to kind of add in not just musical things to our podcast, but life things as well, since it is a podcast about music as it relates to life so this segment um will be sometimes it'll relate to music and sometimes it won't just something you know for people to use in their everyday life that may make life easier may add some luxury to your life may add some comfort some ease whatever you want so for this um first time doing this segment i wanted to talk a little bit about um, music and how it affects our emotional state. Mm. So just a quick, um, shout out to anyone who's gone through a breakup recently or 
in situation <laughs> whatever i live in situationships Damn. <laughs> um, get me out of a situation put know, me into a relationship you know well <laughs> i know i we've all been there we've all yes. been there but i was doing a little bit of research on why listening to sad music during those times makes you feel better I've actually found this in a Huffington and a Huff Post article, and it was the Journal of Consumer Research 2013 study that talks about, um, you know, why you love to uh, not why you don't love to feel sad, but why you love sad music after a breakup. So basically, when you're going through something sad, and you know, maybe you're listening to your favorite song that just kind of like tears your heart apart and you're just like crying to mm-hmm. yourself you know you're not in the happy music mood right now you know you might see a couple on the street and like gag to yourself or something <laughs> like <that>. um <laughs> but basically there are four different cognitive rewards of music evoked sadness mm. so the first one is imagination so you get pleasure from letting your imagination run so I was thinking of the song, like, Jasmine Sullivan's song, Bust Your Windows. Oh, my yes. gosh. Yes, during a breakup. Oh, my God, that has helped yes. me. Let like, them know, girl. Yes. So, you know, I, I feel like I'm busting those I windows. I bust your windows out your car. Yes. After I saw you lying next to her. And you're yes. just like, yes. You know, so. Bust his windows. Your <laughs> bust his Your imagination is running. You're imagining, like, you know. Even for people who's never been in that situation. Exactly. You feel the you, anger. That might not even be anywhere close to what happened <laughs> like, to yeah, you. yeah, girl. But you're just like, yes, I get it. The anger. You're upset. You're you're hurt. You know? And then the second um, reward is emotion regulation. So it basically you get a chance to vent your emotions through the song. Mm. And you identify with the song, even if it isn't similar to what happened to you, you still identify with the the musician, what they're going through, what they're talking about. Then the third reward is empathy. So you feel less alone. You feel heard. You feel like someone understands what you're going through. Someone, like, the lyrics of the song is, you know, exactly what I'm feeling right now. This anger. Yeah, I want to bust the windows out the car, too. You know? (laughs) And then the last reward is no real-life implications. So even you're going through all these emotions in your mind, it isn't real. Mm. So there are no consequences, you're not actually going it's to jail. Not premeditated. Not, right. you know, you're not going right. to jail to bust, you know, because you bust somebody's windows out or you mm. keyed their bust car and put your name in mm-hmm. the side and you yeah. know took a bat to the to the lights and I whatnot. Be wanting, yeah, I be feeling like I want to do some of that stuff. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I get it. <laughs> but I would, I would destroy. It's people. therapeutic. Yeah. It's therapeutic without actually having to go through that process and the consequences yeah. of doing those things. That's so. Dope. It's very interesting. Um, so, you know, if you're feeling sad or, you know, in a bad place, go ahead and listen to that sad music, you know? If it makes you feel better, if it makes you feel like you can get out some of that aggression, those emotions, mm-hmm. maybe you go for a run and you put on, like, a song that just kind of, you know, makes you feel a little nostalgic but just kind of helps you work through those emotions, go ahead and do it. Yeah. Don't feel like you got to put on the... Megan the Stallion or the hype music if that's not how you're feeling. That's the next phase. That's the next phase. Exactly. That's the next phase. I mean, to be honest, I can't listen to sad music when I'm going through. You told me that. You you told me that. We had this conversation. I cannot. 
it makes me it feel makes, worse. Uh, it makes me feel worse. I can't listen to no Mary J. Blige. I'm going down. Like when I'm happy, I like to listen to I'm going down because I I don't feel it. Like gotcha. I I can feel her pain and I receive that. But mm. like when I'm going through it, I don't need to be going through it the same time as her. Mm. Gotcha. So I like to listen to some hood shit, some mm. ratchet shit. Like give me some. It makes you like toughen up. But yeah. see, that kind of goes along with that because yeah. when you listen to the gangster shit, because you're already in an emotional state when you're sad, you listening to the gangster music make you feel like it. All right, girls, toughen up or whatever. Yes, you, like you, you got this. Like, yeah. shit. Like you know, like I like to listen to that rough. Like gotcha. Some DMX. Give me some. You okay. know, Meek Mill. Some Rick Ross. Some yeah. Some mixtape Drake. Gotcha. Like. <laughs> Mixtape but mixtape Drake can be kind of sad. No, he can't. Where yes, he can. Well, I'm talking about. I mean, when he talks about his relationships and stuff, some uh-huh. like he Marvin doesn't. He doesn't on the track. Okay, so okay, so okay, yes. Yeah, so and then give me some Drake and Future then. Gotcha. Okay. Not mixtape Drake. Diamonds That's, dancing. Diamonds dancing. Okay. I think I want to like now. Like, give me some. You know, money in the grave. Like, I need that. Gotcha. Like, I don't need to be go deeper into my feelings okay. like gotcha. that. But gotcha. would you say you are? Um, already an emotional person when it comes to that kind of stuff. Like some people are less affected by breakups and stuff than other people. Do you feel like you are automatically that person that is more on the emotional side? I I definitely think so. Because I think in my head, I make the situation so much worse. Gotcha. And like, I'm so ter- you don't want to bring more. No, I terrorize myself in my head. Okay. Like, I be going through it in my head, but nobody knows. Gotcha. I just be going through it. I, like, make myself sick sometimes just uh, going through what I'm going through in my head about situations. Got it. Okay. So I need, I need me that pick me up. Got gotcha. it. So I, you need to feel lighter. See, me... I shut my emotions off. I shut down. So listening to the sad music helps me go through the emotion because if you left it up to me, I would push it away and I don't even want to go there. Like I would just be like, let me wrap that up and Mm -hmm. toss it into the closet and leave it alone. So listening to the sad song, it allows me the freedom to actually feel sad and go through it. And then once I feel sad, then I feel better. Right. Because I'm like, okay. You're I not felt harboring it. these things. Yeah, yeah, I felt it. Now I can release it. And now I can let it go. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's funny how we're opposite in that way. Because I like to listen to the sad songs when I'm happy. Really? Yeah, like, because I just be like, because I'm not feeling it. I'm yeah. like, I'm going down. You like, know, I see, I see it as... You use the songs to help you go through it, but you're listening to it to kind of help you get to the next phase after you're already feeling it. Right. So it's like you don't, if you're feeling sad, you don't want to feel sad anymore or whatever. Right. So you need a distraction from that sadness. So you're listening to something else. Correct. To get you through. Yeah. yeah. Or some soca, like me, wind up my hip, like gotcha. get you an X-Man. Yeah. <laughs> like, see, I Our gotta, songs with direction. Like, I have to go says, through that you know? purging of emotion. Mm-hmm. I have to, like, purge it out. So I need, like, you know, Mary J and I need like all those songs to help me purge it. And then I can turn on like, you know, um, you don't have to call by Usher. Like, and then Uh, I'm like, you have phases. Yeah. Then I'm good. (laughs) Interesting. But that is my, let me upgrade you portion. I love it. You know, very informative. I like that. Upgrade your life and listen to some sad music and then go ahead and turn on that happy music. Whatever you got to do to get Mm -hmm. through it. Yes. Music heals all. Mm -hmm. Now see what you got for us for behind the lyric. Okay. So I chose to do behind the lyrics because I feel like there's so much meaning behind the lyrical content. I I think we always talk about listening to music at face value mm-hmm. or in you know digging deeper into the lyrics and there's so much to be said about it. And I love how when someone 
raps or sings about something and it actually comes to fruition mm-hmm. or it becomes the opposite. For example, like Kanye, when he's talking about Gold Digger, mm-hmm. when you get on, you go, I'm like, hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. You, you're you so anti all these things in your music, but then in real life you act differently. Mm-hmm. So I just think the lyrics and people's lives, how it's lyrics imitating life. So I'm taking it a little ratchet over here <laughs> to start off with the first one because I think it's very relevant to what's going on right now. So at the beginning of the month, our girl, Nicki Minaj, we we like her over here. We we love her. We like her, but we we have some qualms. <laughs> <laughs> we have some qualms, yes, yes, yes. But we appreciate a female artist who does her thing. Of course. She does her thing, thing. And so at the beginning of the month, she put out a tweet, and the tweet went like this. I've decided to retire and have my family. I know you guys are happy now. To my fans, keep rapping me. Do it till the death of me. In the box, because ain't nobody checking me. Love you for life. Since, you know, Mrs. Petty. She's so dramatic. She's that, that That's my only thing with her, is that <laughs> she's, she's so dramatic. dramatic. She is. She's dramatic. She's she doesn't dramatic. focus on the music. She like, doesn't. Uh, she doesn't. But she's in a... She's in a very vulnerable place. I would like to. I like to try to find a common ground with people. Okay. Um. I can see where how she's feeling. She feels like she's done her thing. She's paved the way for a lot of these female artists, rightfully so in certain cases. <laughs> yes, I don't disagree or agree with that in any way. I'm very neutral on that topic when it comes to her. Um. But we can go on for days about that. However, so when she talked about her retirement, it made me go back to a moment in time when I really, really was feeling her, and. Um, her song, um, Moment of Life, is that, is it? I wish that I can have this moment for life, Mm -hmm. for life. So it made me go back to that moment and I thought about her lyrics and, um, in the first verse, first, yeah, first verse before the, um, chorus, she says, put it on everything that I will retire with the ring and I will retire with the crown. Yes. No, I'm not lucky. I'm blessed. Yes. Clap for the heavyweight champ. Me, but I couldn't do it all alone. We, young money raised me, grew up out in Baisley, Southside, Jamaica, Queens, and that's crazy because I'm still hood. Hollywood couldn't change me. So I thought that was very interesting because I thought about it and I had a moment to myself. I said her last album that she just came out with is called Queen. Mm-hmm. So she said she would retire with the crown, mm-hmm. Queen. Album. Okay. okay. See what I did there. with the ring. Right. And then she's re- she's also retiring with the ring, mm-hmm. Mrs. Petty. She's about to be getting married to her high school or elementary school sweetheart. I mm. forgot his name. Oh, that's what he is. Yes. Okay. I thought yes. he was like in the industry or something. No. They she they knew each other, known each other for a long time. Since they were kids. Like they Got went to you. elementary school together. They have pictures of them in elementary I school. I wonder if Safari knows him. Yes, he does. Oof. He does, because he... Who petty now, Nikki? <laughs> Who petty now? Is that yes, what? yes. Oh. Safari does know Mr. him, because they, they used to, um, Mr. Coconut Oil, and he, oh, you know, he made his thing of a dildo now. What? Oh, yeah, you yeah, were telling pe- me that. His penis is a dildo. He you sells can, it? Yes, you can purchase it at sex stores. <gasps> you know you know how he had his nude pictures out? Yeah. Like, oh, my God. So, I mean, ladies, you know if you what? really... That is kind of smart. That is genius as fuck. It's very Are you genius. kidding me? Yeah, because the sex industry, we're definitely going on tangent but it's life go yes. ahead black man and make your money <laughs> yes yes black man yes make your money black man. <laughs> so all my ladies out there who want to go on a safari oh i'm done 
go ahead over to your nearest sex store and get you yo your personal one that I, was that was perfect that was amazing you're that welcome. was great yes. you're welcome you're welcome <laughs> so um i thought it was so interesting that those were the lyrics that nikki put out in that in a pivotal moment of her career mm-hmm. height of her career moment for life that song is great and i was feeling her and loving her at that time and i think it's interesting that now you come full circle so she's older and she's in a relationship with this guy and she wants to retire now and have a baby Mm -hmm. and get married which i think is all great things but however i do think that you can do both you can have married be married have a baby and still have your career but you know i nothing against women who choose to do that separately that's all on you i know later on after that tweet she's i think it came out on a friday she said that i'm sorry didn't mean to cause and mass hysteria yeah. mass hysteria <laughs> she said this is something i probably should address on queen radio yeah. and she said she will talk about it on queen radio so i'm curious to see what happens but i just thought it was really cool how all this is art imitating life because she talked about it she spoke it into existence so everyone be careful what you say and what you put out in your artistry because it could happen mm-hmm. that way mm-hmm. and i think i don't know if this was planned for it to be like this but or a setup but just something i witnessed i don't think she's really retiring i don't think so either People say that a lot. Yeah. Well, Jay-Z, you were saying retired how many times? Yeah, Quan was saying. Yeah, Quan was, like, yeah. yeah, was going to retire. He so should have been done. And then said he was going to retire. Jay-Z's a whole nother topic, which I know. we didn't even touch I'm on. I'm happy but. he didn't retire because 444, I, I like that album. I think that was the first, and maybe it's because of our age as well, but I yeah. think that was the first Jay-Z album that I listened to through and through, back to back, yeah. again, again and again. Replay value. Yeah. yeah. I loved I mean, it. His, I loved it. A lot of his music, like Song Cry, Replay Value. I mean, he has Oof, a lot of- Song Cry is my shit. Yes, he has a lot of replay value in his work. That's why he's Jay-Z. But yes, he's a definitely a different conversation. Um, but did you guys, what did you guys think about the lyrics and how it correlates to what she's currently going through? Um, I Is it like coincidence? She's been consistent. I mean, I think she's been consistent with always wanting to have a baby. She's said that before, that yeah. she wants to get married before yes. having kids and she wants to, you know, have a fat little baby. She's like, she said <laughs> that in interviews Multiple times. before. Yeah. yeah. So... I think she's always prioritized her her work and her art, but she's never, you know, left the idea of like, well, I do want to have a family and yeah. I do want to, um, you know, like become a mom and become a wife. So yeah. I think she's always had that on her mind. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not surprised that she, you know, is making it happen. Yes. Kudos to you, Nikki. Joey, thoughts? Yeah, I feel the same way. I'm not surprised at all. I mean... Again, this is something that she's clearly wanted. And I mean, if we're going in terms of the social clock, (laughs) she, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, it's about that time. And I think, you know, a lot of people we see like, not to compare, but we see with like Cardi B, she had her baby, but she didn't necessarily go away. So I feel like if Nikki wants to take a break, Beyonce took a break and then came back with Mm -hmm. some more hits, she can totally do that. Even if she changes her mind, there's always going to be a space for her because she clearly has a following. And, you know, we say a lot of shit, but she she is talented. So, yeah. 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 I have a public service announcement to go back to what Joey was saying. Ladies, 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 you should not be on anybody else's clock but your own. Okay. Do not let family and friends 
create this imaginary clock of where you should be at in life. Like you dictate how your life goes and what should happen. It's all about timing. Mm -hmm. Um, I know people have tried to infiltrate their clocks on me Mm -hmm. and where I need to be and what my uterus should be doing, but that's none of their (laughs) business. And I honestly don't realize that it's an issue until other people say something to me about it. Agreed. Agreed. I fully live Mm -hmm. my life and be okay and be in the moment with it, but don't, don't inflict your opinions of how my life should be by giving me a timestamp. No thank you. It's not appreciated. And you can miss me with that bullshit. I so, completely concur. Also, if you, ain't gonna, um, if you ain't gonna pitch in on this daycare uh, <laughs> you can situation, Cost. you can just not ask me anything. My uterus. <laughs> yes, mind your own uterus. Okay. Yes. okay. Like, we're all basically 30 now. I'll be 30 next Thursday. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, like, I hear it from everybody. Everybody in my family. No one talks about it more than my mother, okay? Ooh, ooh, I mean, we... But your mom mama. is the plug. But she is the plug. Like, it's, it's cool conversations, but, I mean, I tell her, too. I'm like, Mom, I don't want to hear about this all the goddamn time. Like, yes. no one could be thinking about it or whatever more than I can. And right. I try not to too often. Because you're going so. through it. You're living it. Exactly. You're living it. And you have to be with yourself. And you have to be content with yourself. Exactly. So, so yeah. do you in your time. Exactly. But oh. the funny, well, just to piggyback off that, the funny thing is even, even when you enter a relationship and have a child, that shit still doesn't stop. They still mm-hmm. have one. And then it's when's like. When's the next one? When's the next one? And it's like, That's damn, true. this she's still like she just came out. I'm guilty <laughs> like, of that. I it, it's just I, I'm guilty of asking people think? that. It's just a conversation thing. Yeah, it's a it's, conversation. But now thing. that you say that to me, I'm gonna be more mindful of that. But like, just I mean, just adding to what you guys are saying. You you know, you may think that your family's on you now, and then once you actually maybe achieve some of those goals that you have, like marriage and kids. It doesn't always stop. Right. They so ask it's you the like, next, what's the next when's thing? When's the next one? Okay, well, what about this? And yeah. okay, when is the wedding? Like, you know, there's just so many questions. That's so true. it's just, it's never, it's really never ending. Yeah. So just live your life. for you. Yes, <laughs> mind your business, people, too. Jeez. Live for you. It's okay. So let's head over to our last segment of the show. This is just when we popping in. We're going to continue to end all our shows going forward with what we are listening to. So, Joey, roll. hit it. <laughs> it takes two to make a thing go right. Ah, mm, 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 ah, mm, mm. Ah, it takes two to make ah, it out of sight. Ah, 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 I want to rock night. <laughs> I'm clearly trying to do the beat. I yes. don't know if I'm doing that correctly. Like, ow, ow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Joey. <laughs> oh my god. All right, so I'll start off our what we're listening to segment. So I've been listening to a range of things. I have a playlist on my phone called Listens Lately. And it's literally just a compilation of things that are um, on the up and up, things from the past, blasts from the past, all types of stuff. So right now I've been listening to, let's see, there's an artist by the name of Mike Classic that I really, really like. Mm. Um, I found him, he actually, you know how Instagram, uh, Instagram shows you like sponsored videos and stuff? He came up as an artist or whatever that I should like listen to. And I remember saving his album. I believe it dropped earlier this year or late last year. And I just never got around to like really digging into it. But I was playing my um, my songs on shuffle and it popped up. And I was like, oh, I really like this track. So let's see. So the album is called If Only You Knew. Okay. And this came out in, so it was 2018. So it was last year, 2018. So this is What a Feeling by Mike Classic. 
on these hoes. I just killing with my kindness. I'm just wildin' with these flows. Oh, 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 okay, they get it. I swear they gon' judge me over their opinions. So that was What a Feeling by Mike Classic. He's really, really dope. I'd check him out for sure. I've also been listening to some Saba. Saba. Love, love. I like Saba. Oh, my God. I'm obsessed. Love, love, love Saba. He was also on the Dreamers album. Yes. Which just went what, T? Platinum. All right. Shout out to Jake Cole and the Dreamville mm-hmm. team. <laughs> killing the game. Yes. Killing, killing. The killing. album was fire. Fuego. Uh, <laughs> oh Lord, she's the hype man. Oh, I cannot. So I've listened to Saba. Um, his album Care for Me is still still in heavy, heavy rotation. That came out last year as well. Um, my favorite song on there is called Smile, so check that out. And then also prom prom slash king. He talks about um his cousin who was actually murdered over a jacket. And he details the whole story. This is about, in his album, right? This is in his album. Oh yes, that album was so good. The way that song like trans like he starts off with the story about how his cousin helped him get a prom date yeah, and all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It ends off with the story of his um, his aunt, I believe, was looking for his cousin. Uh-huh. Like, have you seen him? And then come to find out his cousin was murdered over a coat. Mm. So just listen to that. That whole story is you know it's it's hard, but it's beautifully yeah. told. So listen to him. And what else? What else have I been listening to? Ooh, Childish Major. I oh, the album is good. Ooh, that's that's my little... I, everybody's my yeah. boo, but that's my yes. boo. He's dope. <laughs> Who's your real boo? I, I got so many... Everybody I like is my boo. He's dope. Girls, guys, whatever. He's dope. <laughs> He's dope. So Dirt Diamond Road, check that out by Childish Major. I checked it out. It's good. Yeah. It's so good. I'm, so I'm good. To it. Dream Went Bad is my favorite. He just released a video for that as well, which accompanied the song really, really well. But um, yeah, I got a lot of other stuff, but that's the main thing I'm playing right now. What about right. you, Kwana? Okay, well, you know what? Well, since you had a couple. Just, <laughs> oh, I thought we were just doing one. I just played one. I just played one. But, you know few. me. I'm always in my R&B bag. You know how I do. So, I've been listening to a lot of Mac Ayers. Ooh, um, yeah. And he is great. And his album, Juice Box, was released Ooh. a couple months ago. <laughs> Um, Keep it juicy, juicy. <laughs> oh, I'm going to talk about her because oh, okay, I okay. love her. Of course I do. <laughs> and, you know, I so many good songs off this album. Jumping Off the Moon mm-hmm. is a great one. Shit Covered in Gold uh, featuring Tiffany Goucher um, is great. I mean, he has Come Through featuring Ninth Wonder. And he's just amazing he's dope summertime it says live but it sounds like it's in like a cd track right? it I was does like, Damn. it does and it's live it's yeah mm-hmm. but his music is so dope his voice the guitar everything is really amazing so um i think i want to play should i play mac Ayers or should i play john up to you boo mm, let's do shit covered in gold okay Ooh, i like the sound of that yeah Covered in gold, uh, you won't know what 
So sweet. It's amazing. Smooth. So smooth. I've also been listening to a lot of John um, John Doe. Uh, her name is spelled J-E-A-N and her last name Doe, D-E-A-U-X. Um, and she has an EP out called Empathy. And it's really, really, really cool. She has a song. Um, her, I think the single off the EP is Anytime featuring Kehlani and Romderful. And it is so bomb so good so of course you know more r&b for that ass so um i'm always in my r&b bag always um and i think besides that i've just been mixing it up really i created a playlist there were so many songs that i just wanted to listen to so i've been just you know definitely listening to sir's album so good summer okay i was gonna say that oh i'm sorry well i'm not gonna play anything off the album but you know T can piggyback off of that, but you know, if you guys have not listened to that, please check it out. Oh yes. And T, what you got going on over there, girl? A lot. A lot's going on over Mm -hmm. here. My music selection is crazy right now. (laughs) It's all over the place. I don't even know what to say. (laughs) Really focus on. But yes, as Quana was saying, sirs. Um, she introduced me on this on this segment. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. On this segment, coincidentally. What was the song I played? Ooh, nah, nah, was Oh, yes. I, I was in my, it was in my chair, like, squirming <laughs> and squirming. I'm like, <laughs> that song is dope. I was yes. like, what? Ooh, nah. I was, I was going through it that so day. Good. He was, we was, a, we was about to exit left and leave her alone. <laughs> I was like, ooh, who is this like, man? Should be left alone with this microphone? <laughs> <laughs> I keep it juicy about you. I keep it. <laughs> Speaking of that, I love me some Doja Cat. Yeah, I did not know this was the same girl that did the cow. cow yes. I didn't know. Yes. Yeah, she she redeemed herself. Oh, I love I love this album that she just dropped. It's so good. It's so good. Tia Tamara. Is Tia Tamara on there? Yes. yes. Are you kidding me? Tia Tamara. She's good. Yes. Hey, Tia Tamara. Yes. But yes. Mm-hmm. And then can we talk about Wale's new song with On Chill with Jeremiah? I haven't mm-hmm. heard it. You have wait, heard Jeremiah? It? Yes. I haven't heard it. Me neither. You haven't heard it? Mm. Oh. Dang, I should to play, play that one. It's up to you. Okay. Yeah, it's up to you. It's up to you. We if can, not, just I mean, look it I mean, up, It's y'all. on the radio. We can listen to it after. You guys will love it. But okay. it's a new song, Wale, on Chill. Like, okay. it's so good. Um, And then I've been listening to, you know, my hood rat shit. Um, you know, uh, DaBaby. Um, and then who else I've been listening to? Um, I'm also on, oh, Rotom- Rotomi? From Rotimi. Patty. Yeah, Rotimi, Rotimi, yes. yes. His music uh, is good. Love yeah, writing is so. so good. Yeah, his music is good. Um, and then I was listening to Tyler Creator, surprisingly. Okay. I'm not a, the last album was pretty good. It was really it was good. Pretty was it good. Go- is it Goblin or no? No, no, no. no. That's back in the day. Uh, yeah. Igor. Is yes. Igor, Igor is yes, the last yes, one. Yes, the one before yes. that was Flower Boy. Yeah. Love that. that one was good, too. That yes. Flower Boy is what reeled me in because yes. I used to kind of be a little terrified of Tyler Creator. Yeah, me too. I was like, what is this? I was at someone's party and they were playing... Some Tyler, I was like, who's that? They're like Tyler Creator. I'm like, yeah. okay, okay. Mm-hmm. I see that. So I was like, mm. he's and evolved a yes, lot. I love yes. it. Here for it. And I've been listening to Kofi Toast. 
Ooh, I love her. My parents are obsessed with coffee. Yes. Coffee, coffee. Yes. She has another song called Rapture. That's my favorite one. Yeah. Oh, okay, so coffee if you are like coming from jamaica real quick yes there's another just to interject real quick there's another one by the name of leela ike ike um she has a song called where i'm coming from i believe her and kofi are like around the same age they came out around the same time too but she's also dope yeah and i also love shinsia shinsia oh yeah yeah bless 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 best best also from jamaica yeah yes come through okay so now we went to jamaica now we're gonna go to a whole nother continent africa the motherland you know i've been listening to my boy bunna boy have you guys heard bunna boy i've heard him yeah. he's on the um the um lion king lion king yes. album, but he has a song called yeah 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 i can't yes, say yes, I yes, heard yes, that. yes love him um he is killing the game um he also has a song called privacy his new album um i heard his african giant is so good um but I'm going to take it to the motherland. Um, there is a song that I want to play by Wanda Bantan. I hope I'm saying his name correctly. But he's also um, Nigerian. Um, and he's Afrobeats, meets some dance hall, meets some reggae, some soca. And I listened to this song and I thought this was so beautiful. And I would like to introduce an artist not popularly known, mm-hmm. like everybody else who I was talking about. So this is African Woman by Wanda Yes, oh, I know. I'd be nervous out here. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I'd be like, Ugh. really? I'd be ner- no, I'd be nervous because you guys are like all into it. I'd be like more surface level based music, but y'all be really into it, into it. So when I introduce y'all to somebody new, I'm like, oh my god, I, did it. No, I know, I love it. I like that. Yes, Anything yeah. I can move to. Yeah, like, shout out to my whole Afro beats, yeah. Afro whatever movement. Yeah. Um, so dope. So yeah, that's what I've been listening to. I've been listening to a little bit of everything. And shout out Here to Jadena because his album Ooh. was. Oh, yes. Susu is my susu shit. Susu is oh, my yes. shit. Bring it back. Girl, Bring I had back. to Google what a susu was. Oh, because we do figure out what we, a susu we, was. We, we call it a hand. Oh, they yeah. call it a hand. We were talking about it in the drive down to DC. Yes. Yeah. And when I when I was like when you told me and then I Googled to like get more information, mm-hmm. I said, I need to be doing this shit. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. It's, it'd be helping. It I does. know. It it you've been doing it for a long time. Long time. Yeah. Yeah. I need to get a group of people to do a susu with me. Yeah. Yeah. Or I would be down to do a different. Yeah. 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 So let's talk about it. But yeah, so this is what we've been listening to. So thank you everyone for joining Views from the Chicks today. We are back. It feels like we home. We're home. We're getting the groove of things. We really hope you guys enjoy the new layout. Yes. Yes. We'll continue with moving forward. Yes. We're going to continue with these segment based episodes. And then we're also going to incorporate some discussion 
for sure episode yes mm-hmm. on the next episode for exactly sure. it'll so, be review views and review views mm-hmm. and review those so will stay be tuned our discussion based episodes yes, yes stay tuned and i do want to add for anyone if you guys have any recommendations for the dose of dopeness segment if you are a music creative not necessarily a musician per se but if you are a music creative or know someone who's doing something really like influential or inspiring with using music somehow send us an email views from the chicks at gmail.com and let us know your story yep run and tell that so it's been t it's joey and kwana and we out bye peace